Hey guys, this episode has been brought to you by Fitness Experts without the E. They provide services to help with any fitness goals or health goals that you may have. I personally go there and train with Jake, the owner, and I've seen great results. If you would like more information, you can call 843-267-4833 or visit them on the website, thefitnessexperts.com. You are listening to Keeping It Positive. I'm Travis, and I have special guests with me today. I'm so excited. I have Romero Herrera. Yeah, I said it right. Absolutely. And I have Raquel. Everybody knows Raquel. Hi. <laughs> so Romero is actually our special guest today, one of our big guests. He is the author of a book called Nothing You Can't Do, Surviving the Abyss of Life. That's right. It's a good book. I think it is. I must be honest. <laughs> I started reading it um, when you reached out to me a while back, and I, I fell in love with it. Um, life got in the way a little bit, and I had to stop, but I am going to continue. I have your book now in my hand, and um, I, I, I think it's pretty cool. Thank you. That means I a do. lot to me. Thank it you. really is interesting. You kept it engaging, and awesome. it was cool. That's was really cool. that's really awesome feedback. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. So. We are live on Facebook. Hello, live. Everybody watching, we are with Romero. And um, we are going to be talking about your book. But first, we always do something called pretty much like we just chat for a little bit. So, Raquel, how was your week? We'll start with Raquel since she's over there smiling. Um, it's been good. Um, well, not your week. How's your life? Because I haven't seen you in forever. I know. It has been forever. Um, I've just been getting ready to graduate. Um, I graduate May 5th. Okay. Um, so I'm just, I'm ready to finish college and start, um, the fire academy in fall and, um, just do what I got to do to get into the fire department. Okay. So her goal is the fire department. That's awesome. That's great. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So how about you? So my week, well, yes, been, your week life uh, in general. Cause well, you're... I'll tell you right now, life is great. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I feel like now it's the sweet spot of life. Oh wow. Yeah. Where a lot of things have come together for me. So, yeah. um, I feel great. My, my kids are doing great. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, spending a lot of time at the gym. I have more time. Oh, wow. I'm pursuing my long-term visions and goals full time. So it's cool. been great. This week's been uh, pretty busy. I've done a mm-hmm. couple, of, a couple of things. Uh, was on the radio last week, as you know. And yeah, I, I, it I was, was awesome too. to be right after day, you because right, you were the day, day before. before. Yeah, that's right. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right on. <laughs> radio buds. Yeah. Um, so that was great. Had a great weekend, and yeah. uh, looking forward to another great weekend. I'll be shooting tomorrow, doing a few things. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, just man, just really loving it. Loving yeah, yeah. it. It's awesome. So, do you have a job besides the book or this anything? Is what I do full time. Oh, really? Yeah, pursuing okay. my long-term vision and dreams right now so we also ask you know whenever we bring guests on what is your 10-year goal Mm -hmm. so what is your 10 years where do you see Mm -hmm. yourself gosh man you know typically I play life as it comes I'll tell you where I want to be financially in 10 years of course absolutely I mean I plan on definitely being financially free oh yeah um Coming out of my divorce, I had to kind of reset on a few things. So I've yeah. had to, in the last year and a half, I've realigned on a few things, and some things have really come together really well for me. So in ten years, I see myself speaking and writing full time. Wow, hundred percent. Yeah, full time, hundred percent. My kids being in great health. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, would love a vacation home somewhere in the West Indies again because I oh, went there really? last year and it was amazing. Where'd you go? Nevis, St. Kitts and oh, Nevis, wow. and it was great. Loved it. Cool. Loved it. So I'd like to be doing that more and more. Well, we'll see where it goes. Right now, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm having a lot of fun where I'm at. Cool. I, that's cool. Mm-hmm. St. Kitts, that's like on the islands. Like, is that near Puerto Rico at all? You know, You're asking the wrong person. Well, no, actually, <laughs> it's, I would say it's near, but it's in that area. Kind of, 
over. How far from Trinidad? I don't know. That I couldn't yeah. tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I know you're from Trinidad, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw so it it's right profile. there. Yeah, that's um, awesome. That's so cool, though. Is St. Kitts nice? Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful island. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be that exotic. Yeah. It's super exotic. Cool. Super cool. Yeah, and Nevis was awesome. And what made Nevis so cool is that that was where Alexander Hamilton huh. once lived. Really? Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, and now you've heard of the big Broadway musical. Actually, they're yeah. in Orlando now. That's yeah. what I wish I was doing this weekend is going to see <laughs> Hamilton. But oh. those tickets were so hard. Yeah. They got scooped up the minute they, they went on sale. Okay, now is this going to be – is Hamilton, for example, like the play, is it – is there talking? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. I went and seen the Nutcracker, <laughs> no, no and I thought there was talking. <laughs> a waste of money. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing. I sat there, and there was dancing, more dancing, yeah. and I fell asleep. Yeah. It was bad. Oh, man. Waste of money. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, Hamilton, from what, from what I understand, and I've, I've listened to every bit. I, they have the track on I, Apple iTunes. Oh, wow. And in fact, my daughter, who was in high school, spent four years in chorus, oh, wow. traveled with the chorus team, loved Broadway, loved music. She introduced me to Hamilton huh. before it was even like major. Yeah. And I fell in love with the track. So if you ever wow. listen to it, I'm telling you, you will love it. <laughs> you huh. will love it. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, though, mm-hmm. because... Whenever now that I've watched, you know, watched Nutcracker, I think I'm never gonna go see a play. <laughs> I'm never gonna see anything like that ever again. But they have this new show, um, Rent. You heard of Rent? I have heard of it's Rent. gonna be out on. Oh, they had a movie. Sunday. It's a movie. It was it's a, a movie. movie. Yeah, it was a really but good it's movie. Gonna be... really? No? Nope. It's a good, it's a good movie. movie. I've heard of the Broadway. I've yeah, heard yeah, of the Broadway yeah, show. Yeah. Never watched the movie or anything. It's, no, it's yeah. interesting. It's okay. very interesting. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it hits you deep, mm-hmm. like really? with a lot of things. Yeah. yeah, that goes on. It's like, wow, you you would have never thought like they those things happen. Like, yeah. Really serious topics. Yeah. Is it like Shawshank Redemption deep? You ever seen that before? No. What? <laughs> what is? Because you know, there's like some movies that are so deep, mm-hmm. like you never forget them. That's you know? true. Like you just like they change something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shawshank well, think- Redemption is one of them. I think this movie has changed me. Um, like, I think it made me cry a few times. Like, every time I see it, I think I cry. Just because it just it oh, hits dang, pretty deep. Yeah, because wow. it's, I mean, it's a sensitive movie, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Huh. So, okay. All right. But they have um, the live Broadway of Rent. Gonna be on, it's going to be premiered on TV this Sunday Okay. For with Vanessa Hudgens and all the oh, big-time wow. actors. Wow. So it's pretty yeah, cool. She, she was, what was, don't tell me, uh, was it, uh, what was the Disney one? She it's was a Disney. Rocks. Rock musical? Rock? No. High school musical. High school musical. High school musical. That one was the bomb. That was they a good You know how I know that? Because yeah. of my kids. They yeah. loved it. They loved that in Camp Rock. Yeah. Yes, I love yeah. Camp Rock too. Demi Lovato. That's Come on, man. You're talking right some yeah. names Nick here. Nick Jonas. Yep. Yeah. Demi Lovato was in an episode before she made it famous of mm. Grey's Anatomy. Really? Oh, wow. Way back in the day. And we, like, it's a, it's a replay from like 07, 08. Yeah, I didn't know that. She did awesome. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. Huh. Yeah, like a like a fourteen year old Demi yeah, Lovato. Yeah. She wow. was killing it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's definitely like yeah. going through life right now. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Recently, has been yeah. crazy for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Yeah. It sure so has. crazy. It sure has. But her music and just her I, music I love her. Is in I, general I think good. it's great. Oh yeah. yeah. Love definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. So um, my week, I guess I'll talk about real quick, just in general. You guys hear from me every week, so I don't really feel I have to share, but um. Just, I, I don't know if you know my story, but plenty of doctor's visits this past year, literally with my health. My health is like a roller coaster. So mm. every week is doctor's visits. Mm-hmm. And I go on vacation, not next this week coming, but the following week in the middle of the week. So I have to, I'm trying to get everything done, trying to get everything figured out before I go. Okay. So that's all I've been doing. Doctor's mm. visits as usual. Well, I hope you're same the best. old, same old. Hope you're the best. I know. I plan on resting tomorrow. <laughs> 
Like getting some real rest. He doesn't ever get rest. He I says that, he doesn't rest. Really? No. Okay. No. Okay. I gotta learn. You yes. do the best you can, man. That's all right? you can, bro. Yeah, right, that's right, all you right. can. Exactly. And friends who love you, they'll support you. No, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Okay, so tell us a little bit about this book real quick. Let's get into that. Okay, well, thank you for asking, and thanks again for having me. Yeah, for Facebook, sure. Facebook, what's up? Um, <laughs> love this. So the book, I, I wrote the book. I'll give you the concept of the entire, you know, what, what the book is about. So the title is Nothing You Can't Do, Surviving the Abyss of Life. Okay. In a nutshell, the theme of the book is tri- tragedy to triumph. It's darkness to light. What I do in the book is I, I put on display really the most intimate parts of my life as I went through one of the worst seasons that I've ever been through okay. as a human being. And yeah. I put that on display. I share with my readers what it was that took place, how it impacted me uh, emotionally, the setbacks and the emotional chaos that was happening, and then also how I survived that. So what I did, what where I garnered strength and faith in order to make it through that season. My hope is, and the feedback has been fantastic, because my hope always was that by becoming vulnerable with my readers and sharing with them what I went through, that they would find strength and hope of their own to make it through. Uh, so that's what the book is. It's my life in a nutshell for a very short season, how that impacted me, and then how we made it through that. What I really like that you just said is, that you had to be vulnerable. Vulnerable. I can't even say that. Mm-hmm. Vulnerable, mm-hmm. Um, because you know, even with the podcast or with anything in the public light, for you know, for the listeners or for readers to want to, you know, feel connected to you, mm-hmm. you have to be vulnerable. Yes. And sometimes people don't realize that. They just think, you know, oh, I'll write a book and I'll write about my life. Right. Sometimes people don't want to hear about your life. They Correct. want to hear how you connect to them. How Correct. you. How you've had the same experience, how you've fallen 15 times just mm. like them, mm. but gotten up one, you know, that mm. last chance. Mm. We say that all the time, though, that, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to sit here and listen to you mm. if you're just going to talk. You, you, what you said is so beautiful. Absolutely true. And I heard, I heard a pastor once say, yeah. uh, he said, you connect with people through... You connect with people through your weaknesses, yeah. right? Like you said, it's the parts of your life where you fail 15 times. Yeah. He says, that's how you connect with them, but you lead them through your strengths. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I wanted to accomplish in writing this book. I wanted to connect and be vulnerable in those intimate, weak parts of my life where things really fell apart. But then I wanted to lead them through how I made it. So hopefully they'll find strength in that. Yeah. Definitely. So how many chapters in the book? What? 14 chapters. 14 chapters. Mm-hmm. So how does it start off? Give them a little beginning, middle, end in a way, but don't give them too much detail. Well, at the beginning, it starts off very intimate and it reads a lot like a journal. I'll tell you from the moment you pick up the book, it's written really through my eyes. So really you feel like you picked up my journal, okay. like you're picking up a journal that I wrote yeah. during those critical months. Mm-hmm. Um, the feedback I've gotten has been it's very captivating as, as the readers begin to read. So I, I don't waste any time going right into, right after my intro, I go right into the details of the tragic events that took place. Uh, I then transition somewhere around chapter seven and eight to where I began to finally make it through those dark moments. Okay. And uh, to, to top it off at the end of the book and really where I feel it hits the high point is really when I finally made it, when I finally got to the other side, when I finally yeah. found purpose in the pain mm-hmm. yeah. and when I finally found freedom from that emotional tragedy. Yeah. So the purpose behind the book is all that's happened in your life. 
and how you overcome it. That's the content, absolutely. Much, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So how, just for listeners, what was the time span of how things changed? Like, certainly. How how fast did things change? How slow did things change? Sure. Sure, absolutely. Thank you. Good question. Things changed rapidly. Oh, wow. Within a matter of just three months, as you and I were discussing before we started recording, within a matter yeah. of three months, life turned around for me. For the Fli- good. Flipped upside that's down. That's crazy. Well, no, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm answering for the worse. When everything ah, fell okay. apart. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. When everything right. fell apart. But the, the so so it only, you know, they say, you ever heard like, like one decision, one night, one moment can change your life forever? Yeah. yeah. So in the grand scheme of things, three months really isn't that much. No. Right? I mean, it really isn't. When yeah. you think about life, like mm-hmm. if we're blessed to live 80, 90 years on this earth, three months is a very small amount of time. But in that three months, it changed the entire trajectory of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that so in an, almost in an instant, things turned, things got worse. But unfortunately, the path to recovery did take some time okay. and it came in stages Sometimes it happened quickly. Sometimes it happened slowly, yeah. but it did take some time. And I'll tell you, it was quite the process, of quite course. the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people, you know, just like if you work out or something, people mm-hmm. say, you know, I want to get results. I want to get results. I want to see results. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they, sometimes people don't see that either. That right. It takes time. Yeah. You are, so, you are so right. You yeah. are so right. So what has been your biggest motivation? If you could say at all, mm-hmm. anything you mean in general, in general, um, but, well, you could say for the book as well, but in general. Well, I'll answer that. I can answer that a, yeah. a lot more accurately as it yeah, relates yeah. to the book since we're on that topic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my motivation for it was I wanted that book to be for other people what other books and stories and even podcasts were to me. Yeah. What I mean by that is when I was dealing with all of that, mm. I literally would go out and seek other stories and other testimonies of yeah. hope. If I could hear that another individual was dealing with something or had dealt with something similar and made it through, I derived so much hope from that. I mean, those yeah. are the stories that really in those testimonies are what helped pull me through. So I remember I say, well, when I write the book, what inspired me was I wanted my story to be for somebody else what those stories were for me. I was seeking it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I wasn't even seeking it. You know, sometimes 99% of the time I was intentional in looking yeah, for yeah. them. I mean, I could list off books, podcasts, articles, blog writers that I wrote. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, that I that I would listen to. Mm-hmm. Barbara Stevens is one of them. Christine Hassler is another one. I would listen to some of these folks. Actually, Christine, I just started listening to, so it wasn't even back then. <laughs> um, so I take it back. But as I would listen to them, I would they would bring guests on their podcast. Yeah. And they would say, they would share their story. Yeah. Of course. And I'm like, he knows how I feel. She yeah. knows what I'm going through. And then mm-hmm. they would say, you know what? But I made it through mm-hmm. and I'm on the other side. I made it through a divorce and I fell in mm-hmm. love again. My family was, you know, was, was betrayed or hurt, but they're all doing fine now. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And now I want to be able to share that with other people as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your book, this is uh, your book from the very beginning is very honest. I like that. It's very honest. Like literally, he doesn't hide anything. It's not, you know you don't hide the stress, you don't hide the pain, you don't hide any of it, because that's what you know. That's the truth. And if you hid that part, it would be pointless to write the rest. How you made it through, right. you know. We we try on the show to keep you know positive, but. As we tell the audience some days it's not mm-hmm. always going to be positive you know what i mean so 
during when you were writing this book, how many did you ever think about giving up? Did you ever think about you know what I mean? Did you ever go backwards, kind of in a way? If you see what I'm saying? I, I did. I did reach some moments where I, I, I got to tell you, I, I didn't know if it was worth trying to fight it anymore. Yeah. You know, I just didn't know if it was. Yeah, I reached some pretty dark moments. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and I talk about that in my book. How I was experiencing some of the darkest days of my life. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I did experience those. So days. what do you um, do to keep positive in general? Yeah. So not for the book, but in life and. I'll tell you right now exactly what I do. So one, listening material. Yeah. I'm always listening to positive material oh, wow. all the time. I love to listen to different uh, YouTube videos. Joel Osteen, whether it's him, Stephen Furtick, who's a pastor I like to listen to. Oh, uh, yeah, Stephen I, Furtick's good. Oh, he's the man. Yeah, he's yo, good. Yo, Pastor Stephen is the man. He's good. Uh, and then I like to, I like to uh, listen to Andy Andrews. He's on, you know, he's, he's an mm -hmm. author. I've read this book called The Traveler's Gift. Every now and again, I'll pop that back in and listen to it. Yeah. Uh, so that's so I think what comes into us is very important. So I try to make yeah. sure that I do stay uh, filled with positive vibes audibly as I'm listening to things too. I work out. So I think that the mind, body, and spirit all work together. I really yeah. do. So I really feel that way. And I, I definitely try to stay active at least. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Stay active. It helps dopamine in the brain. It helps regulate yeah. hormones and all of those things definitely yeah. help. So I do that. Um, I, you know, I love my kids. I try not to hold any grudges at all. And when I say I try, I mean... Obviously, I can tell you there's some, you know, I mean, come on, you know, yeah. you know, so, so, so that, and that's a discipline. It's yeah. a practice to forgive and forget mm -hmm. the forgiving part, you know, is, is sometimes easy, sometimes yeah. hard, you know, so, um, so I definitely try not to hold any grudges at all. I try to mm -hmm. let things go. That's always helpful to my mind, to my body, to my spirit. Um, and really just love all my kids, you know, love yeah. all my kids. I have an awesome girlfriend who I love, my family, my mother, my father, my sisters, all of us live close by. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni and Taya, my two oldest children, you know. So what can I say? I mean, I've got plenty of reasons to stay positive and I do For my sure. best to stay in it. So how many kids do you have? Four. Four, Four. here. Yeah, and then I have two in Mexico. Oh, wow. Okay. How I'm just old? kidding about the Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> How I'm just kidding. I, it's a joke. Uh, so my my four here. I do have four here. Yeah. My two oldest are twenty and eighteen. Okay. And then my two younger ones are ages nine and seven. Oh wow. Nine and okay. seven. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Nine and cool, seven. Cool, cool. So you stay busy. I do. I do. Yeah. I stay pretty busy with them. Yeah. yeah. So since their mother and I divorced, mm. uh, I'm they're with me half the time. Okay. So we we literally split our time with the kids down the middle every week. Oh wow. So half of my half of my life. You yeah. know, the kids are with me. And so, I, you know, definitely I'm a father 100 percent of the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Definitely. But I'm an I'm on active dad duty half the time. Right. Yeah. So active dad duty half mm -hmm. the time. Father 100 percent of the time. And then when they're not around, you know, obviously I've got all the time, that, you know, without them there. And then I pursue yeah. and, and, and stay busy and do things like this. And this is awesome. Mm -hmm. So what? What do you have coming up? So you have any more ideas? I know you have something up your sleeve. What's going on? Yeah, I do. I do. So I have uh, for the first quarter and the second quarter, I've been working hard. I started working on this uh, fourth quarter of last year, lining up uh, some speaking engagements. So I'll be speaking at several different churches between now and mid-year. Cool. Um, I'll post those things to my website. Um, I also, uh, I don't know if I'll... I, I'll, I'll finish writing my second book this year. Oh, wow. I won't promote it till 2020. Okay. okay. Uh, I think you running year, for president too? No. Twenty twenty is the year. You, you want to hear something crazy though about oh, that? So I'll tell you, dude. This is like legit right here. So a few years ago, I wanted to run for mayor. Oh, I, did, wow. I didn't do it. It was a thought. Yeah, yeah. I, very just mm -hmm. fleeting thought. Yeah, okay, yeah. I ran it by a few people. They're like, "Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Whatever." Okay, never did it. Well, in twenty seventeen, I said, "You know what I'm gonna do? When the eighteen elections come around, 
which was just took place last year for here in, in mm. Apopka. Yeah. I'm going to run. I'm going to run for city commissioner. Nice. And I told myself, I said, but the only reason I won't do it, there's only one thing, one reason I won't do it. And when I say this, I was dead serious. Yeah. I had already had a plan together. Cool. I had, I had a launch team in place. Wow. I had my... This was going to be the most legit campaign you were ever going to see. And I'm a marketer. I spent six years oh, wow. in digital marketing. Dang, I need some Okay, I got a kid here. who's in digital marketing, right? I, I can market this yeah, thing. Yeah. So, so long story short, I said the only thing that's going to stop me from running for city commissioner in Apopka is if the divorce wasn't finalized. And I was in the middle of all that yeah, mess, yeah. right? And unfortunately, when it came time to qualify to put your name on the ballot... My divorce still wasn't finalized. Mm. So I pulled back. This was at the beginning of 2018. So check this yeah. out, right? So I said, well, okay. If I'm not going to be a politician, then I'm going to be an author. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I'm going to write this. I'm going to write this book now, you yeah. know, and I got it done. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely am always thinking about the next thing to do. Mm. I want to make the most of what I have in front of me. Of course. But I'm always forward thinking as soon as I complete. I'll master one thing and move on to the next. So how long did the book take? The book took me about four months to write. Oh, wow. That mm -hmm. was fast. Um, actually, you know what? Uh, considering it's right under 20,000 words, I, I actually took longer than most seasoned authors. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot of, I mean, you ever heard of Perry Noble? He's no. a pastor, uh, or he was a pastor. I remember I listened to a podcast, big past, pastor of a big church at one time, and he said he got the idea for this book. Actually, it wasn't even Perry Noble. It was another pastor. I forget who it was now. But he said, anyways, this pastor said, when I got the idea for this book, he's like, I knew God gave me this concept. He's like, I went into my, into my study. I didn't come out until the morning. And by the time morning was done, he had drafted an entire book. Wow. Yeah, like 40, 50,000 50, words. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, there's some guys who can do it that fast. Yeah. Obviously, writing a book in a night is not practical. You know, nah. most people aren't doing that. But for me, it was four months. And I had, so I was working full time. Yeah. Wow. I was going through a lot of stuff still, right? So I was, mm -hmm. you know, trying to fit that in wherever I could. So I spent a lot of late nights at my kitchen table yeah. and my uh, my Dell laptop writing that wow. book. Yeah. That's cool though. Yeah, it was cool. It was great. Yeah, yeah. It was great. So where can they find you? Where can they buy the books? Thank you for asking. The book is available on Amazon at Amazon.com. Duh, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, just type nothing you can't do at the into the search, and I'll pop up. I'm like two or three, sometimes number one. Just depends. And uh, also, you can go to my website. Uh, if you find me on Facebook, just you know, search Ramiro Herrera. That's a weird long name to spell, but I'll, I'll show up. Or my website, which is Ramiro Herrera Junior. dot com. R A M I R O H E R R E R A J R. dot com. Yeah. Well, I had to I had to remember how to spell your last name, so don't worry about it. Because okay. I'm glad you spelt it for him. Because when I was I was trying to do the Facebook Live, and I was trying to find you, and I couldn't find you, but I didn't have you as a friend, so it wouldn't yeah. pop up. Sure. Um, Instagram name? Instagram Romero Herrera Junior oh, okay. One. So really, all my social media tags are my full name, pretty much, okay. with the JR, which is a, I'm a junior. So cool. Yeah. So another thing we like to do is motivation. We normally have um, a motivational minute, which is done by a pastor in Apopka, Grace Point Church. Okay, nice. You know who that is? Where I that know is? where Grace Point is. It's so, off yeah. of Lester, right? It is. Yeah. So um, Zach Stoner is the uh, yeah, is yeah. the um, <laughs> what is he now? He's he was he's, youth pastor at one time there, wasn't he, or something? He was he lead was pastor you... for a while. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, they were in between pastors, okay. and he was lead pastor. Okay. Um, but I th they found someone else. Okay. So he's the youth pastor, kids pastor still. And he does our motivational minutes every week. Nice. Um, he didn't do it this week because I totally forgot to ask him. Um, so we know whenever he doesn't, we normally do it. Do you so, attend that church? No, oh, okay. I don't. We're really good friends. Awesome. Um, cool. And we had a cancer festival at his church. Mm -hmm. 
um, the Golden Warrior Festival. So we're really good friends, and he's always around. He's al- He's been on podcast more than, uh, I mean, since the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So we're going to do a motivation. It's just we each say a little motivation. Um, if you Who wants – whoever wants – you want me to go first? Mm-hmm. What y'all think? Yeah, yeah. So this week – what is this? It is February almost. We're like two weeks away from February. Well, a week and a half. How about that? Because February starts in the middle of the end of January. So I like that because I get to go on vacation sooner. <laughs> um, but as we come to the end of the month, I just want to tell you guys that you're almost there. Some people, they, you know, set goals to reach things. They set goals to, you know, lose 10 pounds. They set goals to be done, you know, quit their job at the end of the month or, you know, to finish studying for an exam for the end of the month. Um, enjoy the days, you know, because they don't come back. You don't get another January 25th. You don't get another January 23rd. They're all, um, I guess you can say, you know, they're gone after 24 hours is up. So enjoy each day as it comes and make every day like it's your last because you never know when it really could be. You're waiting for February and you might not even make it. So, um, I just want to encourage you to stay positive and, um, enjoy every day. (laughs) <laughs> well, I think that was great and uh, Romero here again I think what I'd like to share is I'll be very very brief on it is uh, I think there's two types of ways we can approach uh, we can approach life we could either have discipline or we could have regret I would say you know what and as you're staying positive as you're out there chasing your dreams just remember whatever it takes to get there it pays off the payoff is great I, sometimes you might feel like giving up you might feel like giving in you might be dealing with something tough you might be going through heartbreak you know whatever the case might be or you may just be out there chasing your dreams you you're, you're, you're trying to make life what you've always hoped it would be and there's days where you wake up and you're like ah oh, am I am, is this ever gonna end am I ever gonna get there and I want to tell you if you keep going you're gonna get there yeah. you will get there you will learn and what it makes of you in the process is actually going to be even better than the reward at the top. Of course, you're going to get all kinds of rewards at the top, but what it makes of you is going to be much more valuable. So hang in there and keep going. Steve, before you go, Stephen Furtick actually, he was preaching and it was like, you know how they have those on Instagram where it's like a 10 second video Mm -hmm, or whatever. mm -hmm. So he, he was climbing up a step of stairs and he said that, um, you're going to get down, you're going to go back down, but once you come back up, it's going to be better than ever. Mm. Like the down is mm. so great, mm. but you won't, you don't even think it's great cause you're going down, you know, backwards. But once you reach the top, you're going to say, well, thank God I went down because I would never be where I was. Wow. So That's crazy. Powerful. So good though. Powerful. Raquel, just give him a quick motivation. <laughs> Raquel doesn't normally like to do motivation, but just give them no, a little quick but motivation. I'll make it brief. Um, I know a lot of people that are positive. I know a lot of people that are negative. Um, I know the people that are negative don't usually get anywhere. They always just kind of fail, and then they think that if they fail, they won't succeed. But the more you fail um, and then that you get up, the more that you do succeed. I know I failed plenty of times, and man, have I wanted to stay down. But just as long as you get back up and you keep doing what you're doing, you will get somewhere in life. Um, even if, you know, a lot of things just kind of trip you or you just kind of fall back, you know. Yeah. Um, just keep walking, just keep running, and eventually you get somewhere that you want to be. Good. good what was it? Raquel, that was so good. It's wonderful. So, <laughs> so we do um, – we do something called Positively Honest, and it's our feedback, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So we have a few 
questions. Mm-hmm. First one is from Jake, mm-hmm. not the Jake from from um, we we actually have a sponsor called with his name is Jake, and he provided all of our equipment and um, he's our sponsor every week. How do you guys deal with stress? Wow. So. I'll go really quick. Okay. How do I deal with stress? I don't. I <laughs> avoid it. He does not. I don't. I lose my mind when I get stressed out. Um, no, I've been learning in 2019 that the best way to deal with stress is to actually deal with the problem, not to put it off. You know what I mean? So if, if there's a situation that comes right in front of me, you know, and there it's like it hits you in the face, deal with it. Don't put it off for later because – I mean, some some situations you can put it off for later. Like, you know, if you're in an argument and somebody comes up to you, put it off for later and, you know, kind of mm. think about it before you mm. go blow up. We talked about this. Yeah, we Don't blow up on the person because <laughs> you would normally do it. Mm-hmm. Take a break. But mm-hmm. in a different case, if something was to come up and stress you out, I'd say deal with it and get it over with. Don't mm. put it off because it deals. you have more stress worrying mm. about it for weeks or days, you know? Mm. I thought it was pretty smart what you said, though, about instead of, like, don't blow up, don't face yeah, it, walk yeah. away. Actually, Stephen Covey writes about that in his book, really? The Seven Habits. And that's actually a very – that's yeah. smart. Yeah. And I think if we all did that more often, mm-hmm. we'd avoid a lot of blow-ups. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Uh, what, what I do to de-stress? Yeah. Uh, well, a couple of things. When I feel really, really stressed out and I need to just kind of let some steam off, um, I'll go – I'll hit the gym. I'll work yeah. out. Um, that's always been very helpful. Some of the, I try to be proactive though, so that I can maintain my stress. So I, what I mean by that is instead of waiting until I'm super stressed out to react, there are a couple of things that I have in place that help me from getting stressed out. Healthy boundaries that I have in place um, with relationships, especially. And when I say relationships, not like intimate partner, but just yeah. relationships in general yeah. with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you really think about it, 99% of the stress that we have are directly related to some other person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's things that happen that of aren't course. people related that can cause yeah. stress. But gosh, I mean, number one thing that stresses me out sometimes is traffic. That's completely people related. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, man, hurry up. You mm-hmm. know, so what I mean by my by, by proactive is uh, in advance, I do some things, you know, uh, with some meditation, maybe just a little bit of time visualizing, thinking, uh, de-stressing, things of that nature so that in advance I don't allow those little things to creep up. But if there's anything that does stress me out, it's traffic. And when that happens, man, there's nowhere for me to go when I'm stuck on I-4. So I just got to sit there and blow steam out both ears, yeah. you know. Yeah. So anyhow, yeah. Yeah. Um, like Romero said, um, I go and work out, um, I'll do little things here and there. Um, I won't go like to the gym, but I'll go for (laughs) a run or something like that. Um, I'll probably just kind of sit there, kind of think about it. I'm a, I'm a big thinker. Um, I'm also a communicator. So if something's really bothering me, I'm pretty voice. I'm I'm like, I'm a voice person. So I'll tell you vocal. There you go. Um, so I'll tell you if something's wrong. I'm not one of those people that kind of hold it back. Um, so I will tell you if something's wrong and if Mm -hmm. you need to kind of leave me alone, then leave me alone. Mm. So, um, I kind of like, (laughs) yes, he has been. All men out there, that's (laughs) advice, man. Just take it. (laughs) Um, I do like my space, but, um, it also helps like, um, if I can't do anything and I'm by myself, but, I kind of just listen to music to kind of that relates to what I'm kind of going through or whatever, and I kind of just I'll maybe cry it out or I'll just watch TV or kind of just let my mind kind of just wander, mm. and that way I can kind of just relax. But usually crying kind of just it gives a kind of gives weight off my shoulder mm, for, for some sure. reason. Mm. That just it, instead of like hitting somebody or 
you know, blowing up on somebody, <laughs> that's probably the best way for me to handle my stress, my anger is just to cry by myself. And then from there, I'm like a whole new person. It's yeah. weird, but yeah. For sure. Can I say something about yeah, yeah. crying? The crying is so big because actually some of the healthiest, one of the healthiest things you can do is go have, go cry it out. Yeah. Like just cry it out. I mean, I'm telling you right now. I'm not super old, but I'm 37. Oh, you're what I'm in the 37. world? You're, young. you're younger than my parents. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. So, but even to this day, ask the people who are closest to me. I'll shed some tears, you know. Yeah. And it's the healthiest thing you can do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for, for sure. saying that. That's good. No really problem. good. Okay, Evan. It's almost Valentine's Day, and I just started dating someone. Do we celebrate? Okay, I'm not even gonna answer this because right now you're <laughs> pissing me off. Yes, you do. <laughs> You do celebrate it. You're dating them. It's a, you have another what? Two weeks till three weeks till Valentine's Day. All you, the least you could do is go pick a rose from your mom's garden and give it to them. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I would say what Travis said. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Yes. No doubt. He said it best. Um, I would say definitely. As You're well. making Raquel mad over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not a big gift person, but no, something yeah. that is, if you don't want to celebrate it, do something from your heart. Like something Aww. simple as write mm-hmm. a card from Aww. you. Don't go buy a card. Maybe Aww. write a card and how you feel. Get maybe a chocolate or something and just, you know, give it to her. Don't, you know, just not celebrate it because you're not sure if like how long you guys been dating just do Mm -hmm. it but out of you know do it from your love or your Mm -hmm. liking from the time don't just do it because it's valentine's day and send me a message because that can help i'm really good oh he's so good yeah he's so good with his words i am i write some really good cards (laughs) i don't do gifts like i do meaningful things yeah like i think it's more important because people can keep that you know what i mean nice a old picture of us you know things like that that actually you can keep and remember nice what are you gonna do with flowers you're gonna throw away you know of course of course get flowers or something but what are you gonna do with those things if after the week you know yeah with me i mean i love flowers but i am i don't have a green thumb so i just leave it on the table until they die Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you can't save it let me drop something for your listeners if any of your listeners right now are men with daughters get your daughter something for valentine's oh yeah of course get your girl something for valentine's day I'm telling you, it'll make a difference. To for be sure. honest, I don't think I've ever had anything from my dad for Valentine's Day, which what? is pretty sad. Yeah, so, like, from my real dad. For my okay. stepdad, I mean, I probably got some chocolate, or yeah, he yeah. got me and my mom some flowers. But from my real dad, because I don't live with him and stuff like that, Call I don't think he really... Up and tell him. <laughs> I'm not going to bother with it. Okay, it okay. is what it is. Okay, Sierra says, what motivates you? We already talked about what motivated us. Um... Pretty much, we'll just go do a little quick thing. One thing that motivates, just one thing. So what motivates me is trusting in God's promise over my life. Oh, wow. That's really good. Even when I don't see it. How about that? Okay. Okay. Um, we talked about this earlier a little bit, and it's ironic, but I'm going to bring this up again because I will put this on to play through my speakers when I really want to get fired up. And that's the that is the theme song for the Broadway musical, Alexander Hamilton, and it's titled Alexander Hamilton. So to everybody listening, if you want to hear something motivating and it's catchy and it's beautiful and it's a symphony, Alexander Hamilton, not the entire, there's like 30 songs. I'm talking about number one on the track. Yeah. It's titled Alexander Hamilton. Fires me up every time. Wow. Um, with me, I guess just knowing that, um, I, guess, I don't even really know how to explain it, but like for me, 
just knowing that I can get through it um, and just me doing it alone kind of helps me stay motivated. I mean, I like help asking for help and stuff like that, but knowing that I can do it on my own and knowing that I'm doing it for myself and I do it for my family as well, but knowing that I can do it for myself and that I'm pushing for my goals for the future really motivates me to, you know, want a better future, to get a better future and to work on, work really hard for it now so I can do what I want to do later on. Great. Sounds good. That's great. Tony. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's her stepdad. Yes, my stepdad. He commented, said, cry baby. Uh, whatever. And then he said, thanks, Raquel, for saying that we are old. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, so why are you single, Travis? Oh, no. He's he is always <laughs> watching. He always Tony, watches. What's up, Tony? Is. <laughs> so, so, so this is Tony the, the, yeah. yeah the you know me bro I am Taya's dad and anyways you know me I if you see me you'll recognize it's me. a small world it's a small, really it's a popka, man. yeah it's small. popka's so small yeah it is small but we love so it. crazy this is why I love doing live videos because we always get people coming in Tony is always watching <laughs> he now. is well Tony I wanted to say I didn't call you old I just said that he was younger than you oh. he just came up it was on the 22nd so oh okay um, Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so my mom is in her 40s. And oh, Lord, Rocky, is, I don't put all that well, out I'm there. I'm just saying, like, they're, they're close in range, but yeah, you're yeah. still, you know, in that yeah, young yeah. age. So yeah. I'm not calling you old, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I am a crybaby when I want to be. When you want to be. And your 40s is actually the new 30s. By yeah. The yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Of course, yeah. Definitely. Old, now, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> old now is like... <laughs> 90 100 yep yeah, not exactly. even anymore exactly. people are going to yeah. like 105 okay people. i do have some news for everybody mm -hmm. the government is now open it oh is. yeah we don't talk about politics much but it's open it is open you so happy though yeah we're so happy because we're flying out in a week and a half and the airports were crazy they said come in six hours early okay so it's open until the 14th i believe we'll be back but we come right. back on the 15th okay so i'm not sure if it's the 14th or 15th yeah. but i know it's a temporary opening yeah, yeah. but thankful for that yeah. and thankful that it buys time now for our mm -hmm. leaders to say okay let's figure out a way to keep mm -hmm. it open keep it running yeah i think this is uh i think it's positive that the government's open again and so um workers can get paid that exactly a big thing. that's a positive that's thing a if there's ever thing. been a positive like out of anything gosh. i was so happy for that mm -hmm. Man. so happy for mm. that. yeah yes 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 okay one more time how can we they find your marrow okay Best way to find me personally, social media, Instagram, doesn't matter what page, or even my website. It's all the same. It's in synchrony. RamiroHerreraJr.com. And uh, I can spell that out if you think I should. No, no? they got okay. it the first time. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's my website. And, and from there, yeah, you'll yeah. find me everything you need. Yeah, yeah. And he is the author of Nothing You Can Do, Surviving the Abyss of Life. That's right. So good. That's right. Absolutely. So good. Absolutely. I, I'm taking this book with me on vacation, but I'll probably be done with it before. So, like, I have a stack of books, as you can see on the shelf, that I have to take with me to Trinidad because, mm. like, all my family wants to read what I read. Mm. So, like, I have Tim Tebow's book, um, mm. the new one he just came out with, mm. um, This Is The Day. Mm. I have um, Awakening Pure Worship by mm. Jeff Deo, I think it is. Mm -hmm. I just, I have, like, a whole bunch of books I have to take. So, this will be one of those that they want to read for sure. Nice. Beautiful. All right. And you can follow us on Keeping It Positive 19 on Instagram. A Better Tomorrow Starts Today on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We want your, you know, we want you to come by every Saturday and tune in because we just love you so much, <laughs> don't we, Raquel? Of course we do. We love these listeners. Oh yeah. Right, Beautiful. Romero. Thank you for coming in. 
Thank you, guys. It was so thank much you. fun. Thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to Travis, Raquel, and to the Facebook, Facebook. group. Facebook. Tony, I got you. your back. I know. And, uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you. Yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Oh, I forgot the closing, Raquel. I got you. Okay. So until next time, stay bright. Stay beautiful. And don't forget to keep, keep it positive. positive. <laughs>